Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the net, two podcast hosts were really breaking a sweat. We've got to get this ready for our fans far and wide so they can have some joy on this festive yuletide. It's been a bit crap this year, don't you know, old chum? People killing, people dying, people acting real dumb. But alas, here we are, with our voices firm and strong, as we discuss our last days and sing you a song. Perhaps next year we'll be better and we'll all get to hear Asian and Rochelle talking absolute schmear. But for now, my good friends, just enjoy the great show. Sit back and relax. Picture chestnuts and snow. For the next hour or so, will be your delight. To all a Merry Christmas and a lovely, lovely time with your family. It doesn't rhyme. you say is like one of the moments in your life where you felt the most like an empowered woman like an empowered woman opening a jar all of those stupid things <laughs> it sounds ridiculous <laughs> you know when you're just like oh do I need to get someone else to I'm like no I can do this yeah and I'm like sack that no watch me but the thing is because it's never just brute strength because my arms are puny um in all fairness, guns, but they have no function. Um, science. So it's always me with like the kettle or having to hold them on a stove to heat them up and make them expand. And then I'm like, haha, conquered. But I feel great because I don't need anyone else. <laughs> I would say sharp knife usually works really well. No, because I'd cut my hand. And I and I can't say things like reverse bay parking because I haven't reverse bay parked since I passed my test. What uh... Wait. <laughs> I drive Let in. Let me just process that. Okay. I drive in or a parallel. Would you say that reverse parking is like for you the el- the algebra of high school? No, because algebra is st- like easy. <laughs> you forget. Oh, maths, wow. maths was my okay. maths was my subject. <laughs> Sorry. But um <laughs> Sorry, mate. Reverse parking, it's just it's unnecessary. Sometimes I like reverse park just to get a few more points into into my ego tank. I mean, surely that's overflowing. Just because I know I can. Just because I know I can. <laughs> Next time I do, I'm going to FaceTime yes, you. That's illegal. Doing no, I'm going to put it up on the dashboard, and I'm going to do it with one hand, and the other one's going to be my middle finger, <laughs> and I'm going to say nothing. Just going to hold eye contact with you the whole time as I parallel park. That's what friends are for. Maybe, right, maybe that's what I'm going to do over the Christmas break. I'm going to start just reverse bay parking. I might write off my car, but... Practice. Yeah, just reverse bay park. Practice. Are you allowed to drive again? Yeah, mate, these are new glasses. I can see prop- I can see everything now. I see everything in HD. Because of your blindness. Yeah. Do you know what time it is? Um, currently, it's... Uh... 26 past nine it's very late incorrect it's christmas time there's no need to be i listened to that song again am i right in thinking that that song is quite problematic oh yeah (laughs) 
It is right. I feel like as we've gotten older and we can comprehend more, we've realised how problematic things were. I think people just wrote things and just were like, ah, sounds good. Like, I don't want people to think, oh, here we go, the woke police is here. <laughs> but I did put it on in the car the other day and I was really excited. Cute, yeah. I remember in primary school singing that song, yeah, yeah. top of my voice, in like school assemblies and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was listening to the words, really problematic. What's your most problematic part of, of it? I mean, aside from the white saviorism. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from that, that tiny little minuscule problem. I mean, of all people who would excuse it, it's definitely not me. Um, we yeah. looked this up the other day, because obviously when you make a Christmas banger, you get royalties year after year after year after year after year, because that's how it works. Hello, the world of Mariah Carey. Um, hey, Mariah. $30,000 each year in royalties just from the United States alone. That's what all I want for Christmas is getting Mariah Carey. And that's just the United States. That's another problematic song, let's be fair. I forgot what I was going to say about Band-Aid. Was it Band-Aid? Yeah. All the royalties that they get year after year, they created a fund and all of the royalties go into there to continue doing charitable work. So, yes, the... The song is very white safety complex, but they have actually done good stuff with it and they continue to do good stuff. So thank you, Bob Jeldoff. Give us your money. Jokes. That is what he said, yeah. Isn't it? On TV. Because he didn't think they were raising enough. So he's just like, give us your money. In like an Irish accent. One of my English teachers gave birth to twins while that was on. That was an interesting fact that she told us, and I do not know why, because it did not help me with Beowulf or learning any other form of poetry. But alas, we digress. I like that. Wait, I didn't tell you my least favourite song, my bit, least favourite bit about Band-Aid. No, you didn't. And there won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time. I wonder why. (laughs) Different seasons, mate. Did you? you... (laughs) Geography. Do you know what the equator is? The entire world snow. <laughs> December 25th. Imagine. There's, there's no snow in Australia either, but we're not singing about that, are we? Send us your money. Well, do they know no. it's Christmas? Some of them don't celebrate Christmas. Yeah. A lot of those are Muslim countries. Exactly. <laughs> oh, bro. The more I talk about it, the more problematic it gets. Oh, I love it. Alas. <sighs> The woke police. I got called woke the other day, and I actually took a lot of offence in it. I'm not in the right headspace, mate. I've just finished watching uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. I mean, so, Messiah. So I'm feeling <laughs> Christmas. So I'm feeling. Uh, I'm feeling very protesty. Oh dear! How is Uh-oh. film club going? Protesty. What's? Is your in a Black Panther coming out? <laughs> That is what I call my testy. Um, <laughs> just one of them. Um, Malcolm X is the other one. Let me. Last thing I to stop now. Um, my inner I mean, black I panther. said the pink panther, and I was like, "That's too close." <laughs> oh, sorry to all those people listening who are expecting a nice, clean show. Got a question for you. That's a good thing because the podcast, right, mm-hmm. is obviously still very much about the last day on earth. The last and so, day on Earth. This is actually your last Christmas on Earth. Our last Christmas on Earth. I was about to say, why is it just mine? <laughs> like, what have you got planned? You're dying. I'm staying. No! 
out of all of the guests that we have had, right? Mm. Unfortunately, or fortunately, however you may see it, whatever side of the fence you may sit on, uh-huh. commercialism is a huge part of Christmas. Right. Out of all of the guests that we've had, who would be the worst to go Christmas shopping with? Oh, the worst person to go Christmas shopping with. First of all, group shopper or solo shopper? Um, I used to be a big fan of a solo shop because I love a good yep. browse. Like love languages, I think that like gift giving is one of the ways I show. It's not how I like to receive, but I like to get stuff for other people. Yep. So I enjoy That's being me. on my own and doing stuff and That's like being like, oh, this is cute. Um, but I think as I've gotten older and not even just through the pandemic, because I've been forced to be at home, I think pre-pandemic, I turned into a bit more of an online shopper because I can just search for the things that I'm interested in and I can go through lots of different things. I can be more efficient, but I still am a fan of a trip to the shops, but I think I would say, see, now Lisa would be a dream because I'm going to end up in Nemanesca getting Percy Pigs. So like, I'm down for that. I still don't see the obsession with Marks and Spencers. I don't get it. I really don't get I it. I think the worst person would probably be, I'm going to say Phil Loins. I was thinking the exact same person. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes it so bad. I feel really bad now. Oh. Right. You tell me, me your reason, Phil. I'll tell you mine. Me and Phil. Phil and I were once in a band together. The band was called We Are Wealthy. It lasted a couple of months where we practiced for one event. Mm-hmm. We performed at the event and then the band was no more. To practice, we obviously... Kind of bands, mate. Oh, it was it was a beautiful time in my life. Um, the Beatles are up for the money. One of the days when we were practicing, we were like, well, we need food, so let's go to Asda, the big green A. And walking around getting stuff and Phil was like, look at all of these meat goods, pasties, patties, whatever else. And was walking around with like Russell's burgers and all sorts of stuff. And then his eyes lit up and he was just like, there's a McDonald's in the Asda, dropped everything and then walked off. And that's the sort of chaos that I can't deal with in shops. And if I know that it was his favorite subject, so it was based on meat goods, but I just don't think I could deal with that in normal shops either. Just the indecisiveness. And then the magpie element. I think we shop very differently. But why did you say? I think I take it back. Because genuinely, out of all of the guests that we've had on, he's probably one of the only people that I've actually been shopping with. <laughs> the thing is, I think conversation-wise, walking around with Phil, the dream. Shopping with Phil, I don't think I could. <laughs> Do you know what? I think he would be the top of my list to go shopping with. In fact, he... Top he like, of your list? Yeah. Do you know what, Phil? I mean, that's a turnaround. The other day, he tagged me on a, on a post in on Twitter. And it's, you know, the meme where it's like the woman whispering something in the man's ear and then it's another picture of, like, goosebumps. Yeah. And the caption was, do you want to go to the big Tesco? Because <laughs> <laughs> we've done that a lot of times. You and we've Phil made for each Tesco. other. We really are. I take it back. I'm really sorry that I said you, Phil. I, I take it back. Mm. We tried on Gangnam Style t-shirts. Oh, There's gosh. a picture on Instagram somewhere <laughs> in the ether of the two of us wearing Gangnam Style t-shirts. Gosh. And that was at Tesco at like of course one o'clock in the Tesco. morning. Of course it is. 
Shout out to big Tesco in Chorley. <laughs> Two stories. Love it. You've <clears throat> been there. Um, but obviously that, if you've taken Phil from the worst to the best, that now leaves a vacancy for who is the worst. I'd say anyone, to be honest. Like, all of them. I'm a massive solo shopper. I am, like... This is a cop-out answer. Headphones on. Cop-out answer. Leave me alone. I, I'm going shopping. I'm the same thing. Like, I'll have I guess, specific I guess stressed out. I get stressed out if I go out with people. I'm going to push specifically. you. Who's the worst? So, let's move on. You can't, no. You can't have me be the only person that's just like, yeah, Phil. And then you're like, Phil's the best. And I'm not going to answer it. Because that just makes me seem like an ass. Well, I wonder why. Right. As you've already mentioned, you've... Mm-hmm. You've not changed. You're still doing your own little film club. Because <laughs> I watch films. <laughs> my little phase isn't No other members. Um, no. My question for you. Yeah. Who would be the best or worst or both character from a film to be with? The obvious answer would probably be Kevin Malone. But he's a pain in the bum. Good afternoon, shoppers. This is just a quick PSA. The hosts of this podcast are currently talking about the film Home Alone, and one of the hosts just referred to little kid as Kevin Malone. Kevin Malone is the fat guy from The Office. Kevin McAllister is the little kid from Home Alone. What an actual waste of human space. We wish you a pleasant visit, and enjoy the rest of the show. But I don't think I would want to spend my Christmas with him. That's my point. In fact, I'd go as far as saying... I'd rather spend my Christmas with the Sticky Bandits. If you can only pick one of them. Also a really uh, a really nice club in uh, in Chorley, <laughs> if, <laughs> if you're interested. Wait, are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, I am. I've put um, nothing past you. Which one? It's got to be Joe Pesci, man. Strong. Strong. It's got to be Joe Pesci. But then, ooh, here's the debate. Die Hard, Christmas movie, <laughs> yes or no? it's a Christmas film it's 100% a Christmas film Christmas soundtrack there are Christmas trees there is snow there's like a separate separated family that come together at the end so it's got this cute message it's a Christmas film through and through no do you know who I would know I'm going to change my answer I don't think you even actually answered it I kind of wanted it Christmas okay I want to spend the day with Emma Thompson and just comfort her <laughs> as we listen to Joni Mitchell. <laughs> I would listen to Joni Mitchell with Emma Thompson any day of the week, any day For real of the deals. Year. For also, real deals. have you seen the video of her dancing at Adele's thing in London? Yeah. Mate, she's an absolute what queen. What a trooper. What a trooper. And oh. can I just say, by the way, I don't know if we're going to get onto this. If we are, I can just edit this out. Love Actually... <laughs> Best Christmas yeah. film. You know what? It is a great film. I'm not going to lie. I oh, So many little storylines. It's got everything. It's got everything. It's got action. It's got love. It's got drama. Great soundtrack. Dance moves. It's got a bit of boob, if you're into that. <laughs> oi, oi. Oi, oi. It's a boy. So, yeah. I was trying to think who I would actually spend the day with. You know that film where there's the elf and he comes down to England, well, to England, to America, so to Earth, um, 
and he works in a toy factory and he uses all of Santa's magic and he makes the lollipops and all the kids start flying. It's a really old film. That sounds like you've just been eating mushrooms, mate. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> like a proper... just made that up. No, it's, it's a proper Christmas film. And there's an elf and he comes down to Earth because elves don't come from Earth. <laughs> of course they don't. They come from Magic Land. Which is another planet. And they're, they're a bright purple colour, like puce. That's the only reason that I know the name of that colour is because of that film. It's a really old film. I'm really annoyed that I don't know what it's called, but of course it's me talking about films. With, I'm never going to know what it's called. And it's not Elf. Right, I'm going to figure out what film it was. If anyone knows what film it is. But is that your answer? Is that who you would spend Christmas with? The elf that you can't even remember? No, because I wouldn't want to spend Christmas with him. I just want one of the lollipops. I oh, think okay. I'd... I don't know. I don't know who I'd spend the Christmas with. I'd spend Christmas with the Grinch. I love the challenge, so I just force him to be friends. Plus he's got a dog. True. Fair enough. Didn't hate yeah. Christmas, he hated people, but who can hate me? Like, come on now. Don't answer that. Wait, so we are in agreement because you didn't actually acknowledge the factual statement that Die Hard is a Christmas film. I am willing to die on this hill. That it is a Christmas film. That it is not a Christmas film. Sorry, that didn't sound correct. Say that again. It is not. How is a it Christmas not? Because it's not got the magic. You need magic, don't you? There's magic. Go on. <laughs> they come back together. The Christmas miracle. Until he comes back in the second one and they're not together anymore. Hey, not everything's forever. Mm. Taxes. Oh my gosh, they are forever. Death. Well, that just took a turn for the dark. Sorry, guys. Like I said, (laughs) been watching depressing films. Do you have anything like? Do you have anything that you eat in particular on Christmas Day? Obviously, you've got an English, Espanol, German family. I already know about your New Year situation with your grapes. (laughs) With your grapes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, my tradition has always been Christmas Eve is the day, mm-hmm. like that you eat everything and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then we have like three cultures that are like all mixed now, and so now Christmas Eve we eat raclette, and then since last year, like <laughs> since last year, I'm the official Christmas cook. Which I really love, actually. Okay, promotion. I really do. So, Have you got any specialities? Like, what's your favourite thing to cook? Well, this is the thing, because it's Christmas. Like, in order for me not to get my passport taken off me, I've got to eat meat. Right. Okay. But obviously, not everyone in my family eats meat. Your wife is vegan. Yeah. So last year, it was like a pastry thing for the vegans and then a massive sirloin for the non-vegans it was so good though and lots and lots and lots and lots of vegetables of gravy and gravy and stuffing if you had to get rid of one thing from your christmas table yeah what would you get rid of vegans (laughs) 
joking. Um, I mean, one thing that I definitely don't ever put on them, mostly because they're not vegan, is Yorkshire puddings. I love a Yorkshire pudding, don't get me wrong. Yes, they are a vehicle for gravy. But I don't put them in uh, Christmas meals. On a Christmas dinner? No. They're too much of a faff. Because I'm not going to buy them frozen. I'm going to make them myself. But a bit of faff in it. You know what? I'll agree with that. They're not that difficult to make, to be fair. They're not that difficult to make. They're difficult to guarantee that you're going to get the rise. And obviously you've got to get your oil really hot. So it's a bit of an effort. I'll get the rise. Don't you worry, your little face. Tiny face. Go on. Talk to me about food. Actually, let me paint a scenario for you. Oh, paint. It's not only a Christmas meal. Okay. It's your last ever meal. Ever? Oh, it is because of all ending. So question number one, Christmas, remember. What are you having for your starter? Prawn cocktail. Family tradition. Okay. Got to be every like time. Prawn cocktail, avocado, bits of apple and cucumber. Like apple sounds weird, but it's like some old tradition from um, like one of my mom and dad's like first dates. Oh wow! Where they went somewhere and they had this prawn cocktail and there was like apple in it. So as a throwback. How many prawns? Lots. I went for I went for a meal the other day and I got three prawns. Oh. Oh, <laughs> taste the menu? No. Three pawns and a vat of sauce. Where I li- you know, you go to the fair and you're bobbing for apples and all you get is water in your face and up your nose and it, you can't get the apple. Mm. It was that, but prawns and sauce. Nah. It was really sad. And it was like That's a prawn cocktail with crab meat. Three. But instead of like chunks of crab meat, which I love, it was just this grainy sauce. Because it was ta- it was vile. Yeah, don't do that to me. I like that starter. That's a strong starter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what are you washing it down with? Oh, I don't know. See, I have this thing where I don't like drinks that are too sweet. Okay. So like... Bit I'll of moonshine? To- <laughs> yeah, dry as anything. Um, yeah, so I, I like a dry, non-sweet drink. So I don't... I always go for like citrusy limey things mom just finds things she's adorable my mom pays attention to the fact that i hate a lot of things and i'm overly peculiar so sometimes i don't know what i'm drinking but mom does well (laughs) (laughs) i'm really trusting hang on a minute (laughs) that's a danger okay um so talk me through your meat selection i've I've heard that recently you're not pescatarian anymore Mm -hmm. Therefore, meat selection on the table So, is... Yeah, the pescatarian challenge of a week lasted for a year. It ended in about August. I feel good for it. I might have gone on a bit of a, a feasting of meat. Um, but when it comes to... <laughs> <laughs> and the men of Birmingham know it. <laughs> I live in Leeds. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's how, how much on the prowl you were. You went out in Leeds Everyone. and you ended up in Birmingham. Everyone knew. Um, so did you just get sick of the uh, mercury poisoning and the diarrhea? Oh, pipe down, sea spiracy. No, <laughs> no, back on track. 
meets at Christmas growing mm. up. So like Nan's house, it would be very Caribbean. So they'd be like curry goat, stewed steak, like loads of different meats, but just generally, that. and a huge chicken. There's a, there's a certain name for it, but it's a chicken the size of a turkey and they're great um, because I prefer chicken to turkey. Um, at dad's yeah. house, it was always just like friends. There'd be like 20 friends that would all be around and there'd be like a huge roast beef. We'd have um, like a big ham from at least the 23rd. It's always a triple smoked ham because um, dad's birthday was the 23rd. So in a couple of days up to it, you're just like getting your own slice of ham off. Um, but for Christmas dinner, we'd have like goose, chicken, lamb, steak because there's so many people there you're just like well we'll just cook all the meats you get what you want like a human centipede of meats not a human centipede of meats there <laughs> are different dishes of meat. <laughs> just a sausage that changes no um, <laughs> i love that yeah i think dad christmas is at dad's where it's like really really social and like dad mm. loved food. Some of his friends were like chefs. One of them was like a food critic. So food was always like great. Uh, right. <clears throat> Would you rather have, we haven't even talked about oh. the spread yet. And we probably won't talk about the spread. But would you rather have. I'm really hungry. A cheese board. Or a Christmas dessert. What are you classing as a Christmas dessert? So like. Christmas pudding, Yule log. I mean, Yule log is what I call the the after effects. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I always say that I'm not fussed by a Christmas dessert, but if you're going to give me Christmas pudding, I'm actually not mad at it. I think they're quite tasty. Hmm. Um, and the thing is, why am I having to choose? Because what just we do it's a is podcast, and I'm just trying to make things a bit more spicy and oh, spicy, spicy. Um, yeah, Christmas dessert, nap for a mm. bit, coma. Then the cheese board comes out with more of the ham from the 23rd that's still going, and all the chutneys and all the good bits and other cold cuts. Because who ate five different types of meat for Christmas dinner? So there's always cold cuts left. <laughs> The Christmas meat centipede. I mean, if you've got a long table, it's one way to display it. Mm. Don't do that, please. For the sake of all of your Christmas tables, do not make a meat centipede. Well, if I'm taking away anything, is that I'm really hungry now. <laughs> Haven't you just eaten? Mm, like four hours ago. Fair. I've just eaten. I just assume that that means everyone's eating. <laughs> <laughs> you do that quite a lot <laughs> I've just done this therefore everyone must have done it surely everyone's done that how do you feel about cracker jokes um, I feel like crackers are probably where you get the majority of your jokes am I going to get treated to some more I don't know are you I think I am nah come on you got any questions for me oh I've got a question for you what's the absolute best Christmas present for anyone Yep. Or the one that I've received. For anyone. An understanding ear and time. No, it's a broken drum. You can't beat it. Did you like that? No. <laughs> <laughs>
good. Because for a while, I really liked Christmas decorations, eating them, I mean. But then you I get tinselitis. Oh, let me finish my job. What's the difference between the Christmas alphabet and the ordinary alphabet? The Christmas alphabet has Noel. Oh, my life. I've got an Uncle Noel. Have you really? Yeah. So he's the younger... No, that's a lie. He's He was my dad's older brother. I say past tense. He still is my dad's older brother. Um, because he was born really close to Christmas, my nan called him Noel. So that's why your dad's called Snowman. <laughs> no, it didn't even go well. with anything like anything Christmas related. It's just Austin. We've spoken a little bit about Christmas songs. Well, specifically problematic Christmas songs. <laughs> I'm going to give you four Christmas songs now. Ooh. And I want you to basically just give me two back and then deathmatch to see which one is the best one. Okay. So we've already mentioned it. All I want for Christmas is you. Backhanded compliments on the season. Yeah. Yeah. Last Christmas, bit of wham. Gets your shoulders going, doesn't it? It really does. Step into Christmas. You're only doing this because you know these are some of my favourite songs. Well, why else would I do it? E17. Stay another day. Right, so we've got Step into Christmas and then one other. Ten minutes at Elton and your gear's a meatball. That reference was lost on me. <laughs> it's a quote from them, actually. You know that I'm not good with references. It's when Bill Nye, the singer uh, guy, yeah. he wins number one and then he gets oh. invited to a party at Elton John's. But I then he ends up going this. back to his manager's house. He does. Tells him that he loves him. And then his manager goes, 10 minutes at Alton and you're as gay as a meatball. And now I remember the section. See, I just needed you to relive it for me. And Bill Nye goes, you might be the love of my life. I'm really sad that no one else will get to see your acting of that section because that was awful. (laughs) (laughs) And the BAFTA goes too. Um, I'm going for Last Christmas and Step Into Christmas. Last Christmas, Step Into Christmas. Wait, oh, Mariah's out. Mate, she can get in the bin. She's earned her royalties. Yeah, fair enough. I don't want a lot for Christmas. All I want is you. I'm more than not a lot. Hmm. I'm a whole lot. Hmm. And also, like, it's fun to sing along to, but you can't... It's just a lot of rocking. Very needy, aren't you? I'm an only child, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so step into Christmas. Last Christmas. Are you giving it to Elton or are you giving it to George? And and the other one. <laughs> What's the other one called? Andrew. Andrew. Richley, is it? Have I just sure. fully made that name up? Uh, it sounds it sounds right. No, last Christmas you can only click to. I'm going to step into Christmas. Step into Christmas. Yeah, that's a great song. I'm glad that one. I'm glad that one. It's a great song. Imagine if something else won. Well, let me ask you this then. Oh. Often on the podcast we ask our guest what's like the last song that you would listen to 
Right. Right. As like everything is dying Burns. down, everything is burning. Right. What would be the song to listen to? I feel like Step Into Christmas is a little bit jolly, a little bit too upbeat. Right. What would it might be the not Christmas be the song? song? It's not the Christmas song that I would listen to as everything ends, but if it was a film of how the last day ended and it was the closing scene yeah. and there's hellfire and brimstone and everything, because whether it's fire or whether it's a huge, I don't know, freezing of things or a mass amount of water, yeah. I think putting it in slow motion and having the little drummer boy play. <laughs> I think it'd be great. There goes the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Are you walking, Are you walking to, to... <laughs> State Building? I think it'd be great. Like, Big Ben. Cinematically, yeah. I like it. Peace side side note, on my episode, I picked an Nina Simone track as my last oh. day on Earth song. Yeah. I'm changing it. We'll move... Well, wait. We'll move Nina to the end credits. <laughs> right. But for the last scene... And I be, I believe I firm I've thought a lot about this, right? Ah, I believe that this is actually the, the correct the answer we'll go for to it. this question. The the correct answer to what is the last song you would play on your last day, as everything is going down, is Lou Reed Perfect Day. Right. No, this isn't the thing. Because what we said, I mean, strong and yes. But for Christmas. No, no, no. I'm saying side. That's why I said side note for my episode. Right. Okay. Fine. I made the mistake of. I mean, not the mistake. Nina Simone's legend and that. But yeah, Lou Reed "Perfect Day" is the perfect no. end of the I... end of the apocalypse song. Yeah. You just keep me hanging on. Oh. You want to go listen to it now, don't you? You It's one of my favourite songs. Such a classic banger. Anyway, I was going to say this one. It is a bit upbeat as well, but have you ever seen Black Mirror? Yeah. One of my absolutely, one of the things that I absolutely have to do every single year is watch the Black Mirror Christmas episode with John Hamm and Rafe Spall. Do you know that one? No. White Christmas or Black Christmas, it's called. It's the one where John Hamm is the guy that like helps people date, and he's got this guy, and then he ends up like witnessing a murder, and so he ends up in this place where he's trying to get in one eternity later. Where you can blur people, and so they can't contact you anymore. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. If you don't know what it is, you have to watch it. You have to watch it. I watch it every single year. Do you know how many things are on this list of things that you've told me to watch? This is like an hour, like an hour, I think. It's, okay. oh, it's John Hamm, mate. John, you can't go wrong with John Hamm. And it's Christmassy because it's Hamm in it. Um, but anyway, at the very end, when this guy realises that he's basically in like an eternal groundhog day loop where he can't get out of it. Yeah. Um, 
the Slade song, Oh, I wish it could be Christmas, is playing. Yeah. And he smashes the radio, and then another one just appears, and it's constantly playing on a loop. And it just sends That just sounds pretty cool. Sends him berserk, and then, yeah, that's how it all ends. You have to watch it. Right, okay. Sorry, <laughs> that was really aggressive. Yeah, it was. What's your Christmas wish? My Christmas wish? <clears throat> Probably the wrong question to ask after watching that film. Yeah, um, let's not. Let's scrap that question. <laughs> just happiness, isn't it? That's what it's all about. I know that sounds really cheesy and boring, but it's happiness, isn't it? That's the meaning of Christmas. It's the meaning of life. Not only feeling it, but spreading it. What's your Christmas wish? My Christmas wish? Just to enjoy it. Not to worry about, like, what's coming and whatever else you're meant to be doing. Just to enjoy the day and, like, be present. Mm. Take a day to actually enjoy the people around you rather than, yeah. Like, it's nice we can have a day that actually is fully just on families and chilling and laughing just be present enjoy it and on that note we wish you a merry christmas and a happy new year good tidings we bring to you and your kin we wish you a merry christmas what else do you think i always thought it was king with a g to you and your king no it makes sense for it to be your kin but I never even realised it up to now. Of course, to you and your kin, to you and yours. But I always thought it was to you and your king. I always sang it to you and your king. So he was my king? Idris Elba? (laughs) I think you'll find it's Ronald McDonald. Put some respect on his name. Does he still present the ITV news? Ronald McDonald? Yeah. The McDonald's, Ronald McDonald. Oh, I'm thinking Trevor McDonald. Oh, my life. Oh, I'm tired. No, he's retired. Is he retired? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. 2016 didn't take him, did he? George Alagaya. Big man in the house. What? Don't know who that is. I know Fia Pafitas. That's a bit of Dragon's Den, not the news. Hmm, yeah, that's true. Is he still rich? Because his didn't he have didn't he own EasyJet? No, that was Stavros. Stelios, oh, yeah. not Stavros. That was Stavros Flatley. I'm brilliant talent. <laughs> that was another. It's all another Greek of to those me. Greek Greek lads. <laughs> so what did Theopathitas do? I mean, I'm fully aware that we could have stopped recording, but let's keep going. What did Theopathitas do? He made his money in Lasenza. And also Robert Dias. Selling knickers and that. And Boo Avenue. Well, it's knickers and hot, like home goods. Robert Dias sold weird stuff. Or is that, no, was that the art? No, Robert Dias, yeah. We got a mini barbecue from there once. <laughs> <laughs> mini barbecue. <laughs> and it a, was like and a free G string. <laughs> <laughs> and a free G string to go with We used it. to take our football barbecue when we went fishing. It was great. And it cost 15 quid. We may or may not have a New Year's 
surprise for you all. But Cheeky. if we don't see you through the week, we'll see you through the window. <laughs> In all 31 countries from which people listen to this podcast, we will be outside your window. Yeah, we wish you all a very Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year.